0: You know, our choices can either bring us heartache and dead ends, or it can bring us joy and God's blessings. When we choose to follow God's commandments, He never fails to reward us. Hi, listen up and find out the rewards that will bless your soul. Welcome to Living with Victory Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Teague's Grocery and Corner Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley, North Carolina. In a moment, Lorene and Tony Giorgio. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella. Welcome to Living with Victory. This is Tony Giorgio at another edition of Living With Victory Radio Podcast. And I would love to say welcome aboard again to our America Media Matters friends at 1180 AM and all you podcasters out there and pod beaners. You can email us at livingwithvictory at gmail.com. Let's get into the program for today. Laureen, how you doing? Are you ready for this?
1: I am ready for it because it's such wonderful promises. Our choices, as Tony said, can either bring us heartache and dead ends, or it can bring us joy and God's blessings. When we choose to follow God's commandments, He never fails to reward us. These scriptures reflect His love and favor toward us when we love and care for those who are in need. We look at what we have and think we don't have enough to share. But when we are willing to share what we have and do it with our whole heart, that's when God's favor showers our lives with blessings.
0: And we've had it for so many years. And during this period of time with all this devastation, there have been many blessings. And the blessings come in all forms. It's, it's not just what you want, but maybe it's what God wants to give you. And that's an important factor in all
1: of this. When God chooses to give you something that you didn't really think you needed, that's the best kind of reward because he knows what we need.
0: When we went, and I don't know if we ever brought this up before, but the trip that we took during the pandemic, good Lord, The start of it, remember in March? Yes. We didn't have any way, shape, or form to go. And we didn't think we needed to go to this first podcast because we were brand new. We didn't have the money, okay? And all of a sudden, we won two tickets, two free tickets to go, worth almost $700, okay? Well, that gave us an indication and never mentioned it to anybody. And all of a sudden, one of our donors, Generosity, got hold of it and he paid for the whole trip. So it was a done deal, but it's a God thing. It wasn't us. Exactly. We didn't solicit. We weren't going. We The last thing we were thinking of.
1: We didn't think we needed PodFest. That's right. We didn't need it. <laughs> but God knew we needed it. <laughs> we needed it. <laughs> These scriptures are Isaiah 58, 10, and 11. 10 says, And if you pour out that which you sustain your own life, for the hungry, and satisfy the need of the afflicted, then shall your light rise in darkness, in your darkness, and your obscurity and gloom become like the noonday. God does reward. Now, Matthew Henry's commentary, what he's saying here, is when we give with our whole heart, God doesn't want us just to give for the sake of when someone knocks at the door, you say, I gave at the office. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, just to get rid of them. He (laughs) is saying we must draw out our soul to the hungry. Not only draw out the money and reach forth the hand, but do this from the heart heartily and without grudging from a principle of compassion with a tender affection to such as we see to be in misery let the heart go along with the gift for God loves a cheerful giver and so does a poor man too you know, and we've all been there. There are times in our lives where we are so down, you have to look up just to be even with the ground. <laughs> yeah. And if someone comes along and just throws some money at you, or, you know, brings over a, a half cooked meal, or, you know, they're not doing it because they care about what you're going through. But if you go over and even just sit and show time and love with someone and give them a, a, something in their practical, need. That makes them feel that they're of value. That makes them feel that they are worthy of someone caring about their plight.
0: To give food and to give where where it's needed is very, very welcome to a lot of people. Now, we're not saying that, but it's in the intent that you give. Exactly. You you give it because it's a thing you had to do for the church or the organization or you're forced into you don't want to look bad. That's not really giving from the heart. It reminds me of of the story of Michaela, God bless her. She had a couple of holes in her heart, I think it was. She was in Trinidad, all right, at the time. This is many, many moons ago, believe me.
1: When we were doing Compassion. When we were doing it, right,
0: in Orlando. They needed to get here to do this operation. The uncle lived in Orlando. And, and knowing us and what we did, he, he approached us and asked if it was possible for us to take this on. And I'm saying, good Lord, Trinidad, we started to work on it. Let's put it that way, through the the embassy. and the, Oh, Lord, we learned a lot. Let's put it that way. Wanting to get this little girl on death's door because there was no treatment for her there. But she could come here, but they didn't have the funds and all. But we found a way to get it done and talked to a hospital that was willing to do the operation. It was also Labor Day. Now, here's where the giving part of it and from the heart comes in. They brought her in. She got here, and it was Labor Day, and they had to take her directly to the hospital for the operation. Now, there is no cost involved in this at all. They donated the operating room, everything. The doctors and surgeons yes. on Labor Day, not Labor Day weekend, but on the holiday, came in and waited for that plane to land to get that little girl in there. And, and they all gave up their holiday weekend to do this operation. And they said when they saw the little girl and the condition she was in, They wept.
1: This little girl at two years old hadn't even had the energy to crawl.
0: Right. Number one, the example of giving from the heart. Okay, these doctors did not have to do it. They gave. The other point, we went crazy trying to learn, how are we going to get to her? Who do we talk to? The rewards that God gives you, 20 years later, my phone rang and there was this young woman Mm -hmm. by the name of Michaela who thanked me for doing what I did 20 years ago. And the relationship, you couldn't give me a million dollars to feel better then what that young woman did, feeling good and healthy at 20 years old, pick up the phone, found me. I, she didn't have my number. She didn't know I, I was living. I think we were living here in, in the mountains. Yes. When she called, understand where the reward is. And it's not your timing. It's his timing. Exactly. But that's a reward. and And we kept in touch for quite a long time after that. Her mother would call, right? That's the thing, the appreciation. That example right there should let you understand what we're talking about.
1: That you're giving more than just maybe the money or Or whatever it is that you're doing. Give
0: of yourself.
1: Yes, and believe me, you will get more back. Matthew Henry does say, For your comfort, they shall find God their bountiful rewarder. And what we lay out in works of charity, which charity means love in God's eyes, shall be abundantly made up to us. God will surprise us with the return of mercy after great affliction. We all know that we give out of our own need. Nobody on this earth is not going through something. Everybody has something they're going through.
0: Yeah, especially now with this pandemic and all this insanity that's going on, but he is there with us. There's no doubt about the fact that he's with us and, and we're living proof. I mean, we're still standing through it all. We're the at-risk people, we're in that age category, I've got respiratory problems, and we're blessed every day, we're blessed. We are doing what we're supposed to be doing. We have more listeners now than we had when we started this. It's been just about a year.
1: That's right. I mean, you're
0: all out there. You're everywhere. You're everywhere.
1: (laughs) And we're grateful for you. And we hope that through these scriptures and our stories that we're encouraging you to not give up. And to know that God is for you and that He loves you and that He is a rewarder when we do right by Him. He looks at the heart. Everything is love and the heart. He is never going to not come
0: through. This whole thing, this whole program, has got a lot of meat to it, and we're going to make it into a two-parter, so make sure next week you stay tuned, because that's going to put the icing on the cake, I guarantee it.
1: You may feel like you're a nobody, you know, you're the everyday Joe, nobody knows my name, I'm invisible, a lot of people go through this earth thinking they're invisible. Well, you're not invisible to God. Not at all. He knows exactly where you are and he knows exactly who you are because he created you.
0: My dad, God bless him, he was what you would term illiterate, I guess, in today's world, all right? He couldn't read, he couldn't write. His mother died, his stepmother died at an early age and you know, he really went through quite a bit. He he was a handyman uh, janitor at one of the big condos in New York City on the West Side. A- anybody and everybody you can imagine lived in this building. And my dad, he he'd take out eighteen cans of trash every day from the basement. He worked exceedingly hard, but he had a heart. He he didn't have the education you'd say he didn't, have, but he gave of himself to anybody and everybody whether they were rich, poor, it didn't matter. My dad was there. If there was a fire in the neighborhood, Pop would run out there and ask him, well, now we're in New York City, <laughs> and we were, but, uh, to, to, to direct traffic, but nobody knew his name. This guy comes up, you know, John Giorgio, in his apartment, they loved him so much. And one day I'm a I'm a young guy, kid, you know, and I used to go to work with him sometimes. And he got this invitation by one of the tenants to go to lunch. I said, Oh, okay, you know, because he'd he'd help the maid with with the, the wash and he'd carry the stuff for them and he'd help the two elderly women who were up there. They were sisters, they lived together. And we went up and we, we had well, we were in the penthouse now, okay? I'm a kid from Brooklyn, it's like Look at this place, you know. And we sat down to dinner, and and immediately when the two women came in in the room, I realized. Now, some of you, you're too young, but look <laughs> it up on the internet if you you remember the name. And a lot of people will. Lillian Gish, okay. Lillian Gish was a famous famous actress during the the
1: silent movies.
0: The silent movies the into the movies, the talkies, you might say. They invited my father for lunch for what he did. And I said, Pop, do you know who they are? Do you know who you're sitting with? You know, I'm a kid. I'm, I'm awestruck. He said, yeah, they're very nice people. And I, and I think uh, they, they do movies or something. I don't know. There's a recognition from God. That's not from man. That's from God. I mean, he gave him something that my father, in his position, you would say, would never be able to experience. They don't invite everybody up there for lunch. It's in their circle, in their peers. They didn't do it to pity him. They loved the man. When he died, they sent flowers. They sent money. They sent cards. That's what we're talking about.
1: Isaiah 58.10 says, Thy light shall rise in obscurity. And really, Tony's dad, you might say, was a very obscure person who would see him. Nobody knew him. He was too busy carrying out the trash cans and this and that. Right. But the tenants of the building recognized what a valued person he was because in humility... He did what people thought was less than. One day,
0: he was talking to another tenant, called him Boston Blackie, the actor that played Boston Blackie, the detective on TV. Chester Morris, I believe his name was, lived in the building, knew my father like a buddy. They're standing there, they're talking there. You understand the, the world of, of this this elite, you might say, culture of, of people in Hollywood. The Hollywood set, my dad rubbed shoulders with them and had no idea. It was great, you know, one-to-one. That's how we have to look on each other, one-to-one. It doesn't matter. Your race, your color, that don't matter. We're all the same. Exactly. We're all equal.
1: In God's eyes. In God's eyes. And Matthew Henry's commentary goes on to say, though you have been long buried alive with your own problems... You shall recover to the height of elevation. Though long overwhelmed with grief, you shall again look pleasant as the dawning day. God will let people see you for who you are. You're not obscure. You're not a nothing. These people appreciated Tony's father. And when you're doing good and doing what God asks you to do to help other people with your whole heart, they will recognize that too. And they will lift you up to a higher elevation from where you are. You will have a cheerfulness in doing good God will make cheerful enjoying good. And this also is a special gift of God because your father enjoyed helping people. He really did. He looked for, for ways to to help people. Yeah, He wouldn't even think of what it was going to cost him. Right. He just ran to do.
0: Yeah, I, I remember him helping a neighbor paint the peak of his house because he wouldn't get up on the ladder. I don't know how high up dad grabbed that bucket of paint and up he went. Of course, I remember the time of the ladder issue with me trying to get up there and do something in the window. And Dad, he, he was below there, and, and the ladder fell, and I'm hanging out the window by my fingernails. And he's running inside, he grabbing something. But that that was fond memories of a dad that I, I am so blessed to have but had. But what
1: a legacy to leave your children. Now, what a legacy to leave your family yes. to love other people to yes. such a degree Mercy is something that God will freely give us and mercy is something that we don't deserve if we are giving to other people. He will return it back to us.
0: The key is to give out of your need. Like right now, we're all hurting, but it wouldn't hurt to give something to somebody who needs it. A bag of grocery, a smile, knock on your neighbor's door. How are you doing? Pick up the phone like I did. It 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 it'd been ages, my neighbor. We we'd wave to each other for years. Wave, wave, wave. <laughs> there came a time when I when I needed help in a snowstorm, picked up the phone, and all of a sudden there there was a bond there, and we didn't do anything for years, which we were so busy going our own way. But the phone call meant a million dollars because back and forth. We've been doing that ever since during this pandemic.
1: Exactly.
0: Making sure we're both okay. Do you need groceries? Can I go out for you? That's what we're talking We're not talking about anything spectacular, putting on a fundraiser, crowdfund me, this, that. Not necessarily. Give of yourself, especially if you don't have it. Right now, we were down to the nubs with, with finances and all, but we are continuing. We've had more... And I'm not saying we're overflowing because we're just a mom and pop, you know, with a small, small grassroots budget, volunteers, that's it. Every time we need something, he supplies it. The money's there. It hasn't been coming in like it used to at all. But it seems like when something happens or we have to help somebody, Somewhere, somebody comes up with, like, like the attorney in Orlando, God bless him. Mm-hmm. I, a man I met once, he, he was, you know, gone and forgotten, never thought of it. I, I didn't think about soliciting that, this or that. And he, and he sends us a check because he remembered me. It's like out of the, and boy, do we need it, trust <laughs> me. That's the kind of thing I'm saying, but that's a God thing. God will give you out of your need. You give out of your need, even if you don't have it, Christine from, from the coffee shop that helps us with the gas station, what did she do? She comes out, knowing we're, we're restricted, and she offers to buy us something at the store she went to. She went out of her way. Come here for Exactly. A-. And then she pays for it. She wouldn't let us pay for it. <laughs> this is what we're saying. Do you understand?
1: God brings back to you. If you can't outgive God, when you're in a need and you're feeling really down and out, he will go ahead and just bring it on back to you. And I just want to say that the bottom line is the surest way for a man to make himself illustrious. Let him study to do good. He that would be the greatest of all and best loved, let him by humility and industry make himself a servant of all.
0: That's right. That's just and be that's what servant. God
1: asks of us. But believe Give. me, it may sound like, "Well, what's in it for me?" You cannot outgive God. He will have your jaw drop because you won't believe how He brings it to you.
0: He is the one you have to worry about in rewards, not not your neighbors, not your 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 civic association, not any of that. Make sure your reward is up there when you get it so he doesn't turn to you and say, I knew you not. We're only stepping through here. This is just a stopover to get home, and home is with the glory of Jesus Christ forever. That's the important part.
1: Okay, now verse 11 says, "...the Lord shall guide you continually if you're doing these things." and satisfy you in drought and in dry places, and make strong your bones. And you shall be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. Matthew Henry says, As a spring of water, though it is continually sending forth its streams, is yet always full, so the charitable man abounds in good as he abounds in doing good, And is never the poorer for his liberality. He that waters shall himself be watered.
0: That's what we try to do. We try to water. We try to nourish you. We try to help. And we have not one single thing to complain about. Whether we're short in a budget, whether we're whatever it is, God is providing. We're still going. My goodness. We're in our 70s. We were in Orlando with 2,500 people at the Marriott down there, unbeknownst to us what was hitting, and got caught down there. By the grace of God and the mercy of God, He protected so many of us, everybody who was in that room. You know, you have to understand that Jesus, like we say, is your umbrella. That's an important factor in everything we say and do. And we're here because of him, not because of us.
1: So don't feel that you're alone or that you'll be afraid to give because God will take that little gift that you have given and send it back to you abundantly.
0: Listen up at at the end of the programming because our wonderful editor and friend for many years, Tim Hodges, will have more information on our contact. We'd love to hear from you. Emails, prayer requests. Whatever you need. And and we will have a little gift to send you if you do that too. Nothing horrendous, but it'll, it'll help you out. But let us know.
1: And let us know your prayer request. We would love to be able to be praying for you.
0: Exactly. And you keep praying. Pray for this, this country. Pray for this election. Pray for our, our stability to keep intact that the devil doesn't try to knock down any more walls. And we love you. We we want you to be here next week because part two is 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 a, <laughs> is a real blowout. We're gonna go back centuries.
1: <laughs> not that far back. Not that, no, we're not that old, right? <laughs> right well, we're, 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 we'll give it, it feels a, that way sometimes. It, it really does.
0: <laughs> but all all in all, we love you. Stay safe. We're so happy to be here. Hey, please tell your friends. And, and as we, we go out the door here for this week, remember, you can hear it on podcast. We're, we're here broadcasting on Sundays on uh, the America Matters media. And in the Eastern Zone, we're on at 1130. But you can always catch us on podcast and Podbean. And all in all, this is Tony. And Laureen. Hey, Jesus, is your umbrella in the storm? Give a shout. Let somebody know that we're here, okay? We love you. Have a blessed week. See you next time. You can become a Living With Victory Ministries patron with a monthly donation of $5 or more. Simply go to livingwithvictory.podbean.com. That's livingwithvictory.podbean.com and click on the PayPal button. Thanks for listening. So if life has left you kicking up dust Keep listening, keep looking up and Grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the
1: rain Get ready, get ready, God in His goodness is God